You're listening to the Strong Coffee Marketing Podcast. Welcome to the Strong Coffee Marketing Podcast. Today we're going to be talking about if I were a bed and breakfast, how would I promote myself, market myself on social media? And of course, I got Rodney to my right here and Mr. Brian across the table from me helping me out today with our little topic. So, Brian, how would you go about marketing a bed and and breakfast? Mm, Well, the first place I would start, and this is for really any tourism, any business really, Mm. is um, I want to control my reviews. I want to make sure when somebody leaves a review somewhere, whether it be on a bed and breakfast website, TripAdvisor, Yelp, whatever the case may be, I want to make sure I get notified right away, I'm responding right away because, like, there's no other rep- that that can ruin your reputation, right? Like you can't you can't be propped up by the Hilton name and be like, oh, this is the one bad Hilton of the chain. Right. If your bed and breakfast isn't any good, there's You're no one coming to solo, save you. Aren't you? Yeah. 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 So I mean, we use a tool here called Reputology, where you can get all those reviews down one stream and you can pay attention to all of them and respond to them, etc. But I can't stress. I know people love social media and they want to be on social and they should be reviews are like the make it or break it here like if your reviews are bad you're in trouble and then the the other side of reviews too is there's lots of good information in a review so as a business owner because you should be flexible because it's your business and it's your bed and breakfast when you see things that need to be changed go for it make a change and then tell the world you made a change like if, if people on reviews are always like great place i loved it except the breakfast i didn't really like the breakfast i didn't like the breakfast i didn't like the breakfast i didn't like the breakfast Make a change to your breakfast, tell the world, and then you can show, hey, we took your feedback, we made a change, you know, we're listening to what you're doing, more people will review and away you go. I like I liked how you brought that up there, that you were listening and you saw what the complaints were or what the or what the criticism was, and you're telling and you're saying make the change yeah. and tell everybody about that. I think that's brilliant. I think that's the best way to respond to negative criticism. Yep. It's not having that little comment underneath saying, <laughs> oh, I see your point, blah, 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 but this was the circumstance. No, make the change, yep. especially if it's founded or if there's a couple of comments saying the same thing. Yep. I think that's a brilliant strategy. And actually. vice versa, yeah. if you hear positive things in your reviews, that's clearly like something that people like. Yeah. Keep doing it. <laughs> Keep doing that part. Exactly, right? If it, if it, if it ain't broke, don't, don't fix it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, what else we got here? Uh, On the side of social media, so what kind of content are we looking for? What kind of content do we want to start sharing with our social media audience? Because as we know, when you're doing your research on your little trip, you're you're digging really deep. You're not spending thousands of dollars to go wherever you want to go, and you're not and, and you're and you're not going to know anything about the place, right? Yeah, that's kind of why you're looking for the bed and breakfast, and mm-hmm. you want like the little small niche things to do. So, what kind of stuff are we going to be sharing on social media? What kind of content are we looking for? Now, I think um, to answer that, I'm going to start by going through a list of some of the questions I asked myself. Oh, when okay. I'm actually mm-hmm. looking oh, that's a good for, strategy. For bed and breakfast, right? So, uh, questions like, what does the place look like? Mm-hmm. How much does it cost? Have other people reviewed it? Is it legit? Mm-hmm. Right? And um, getting into that what kind of social media content would address these questions yeah, for sure. so the first one I had on my list and I say this is most important pictures mm-hmm. pictures add legitimacy okay because if you can see it like if you're going to go through a bird and breakfast list like of a hundred I will the ones without photos are the ones that I'm 
yeah, they're canceling out of okay. yeah. It, they could be the best bed and breakfast there, but because there's no photo, because I cannot see what I'm getting into, forget it. Mm. Yeah, that's a very good point. Yeah, mm-hmm. photos like I I brought this up earlier when, when we were doing our little powwow before the podcast here. I was like, I want to see every corner of the room that I'm trying to purchase for, for the evening or for the weekend. Yeah. I want to know exactly what my dollar is buying me, how I get there, what it looks like. I, I, personally, I don't want any surprises. I don't want to show up and have the bed sheets a different color. I want to see exactly what's going on. My doilies better be exactly where my doilies are supposed to be. Yeah. Justin, Justin doesn't like when his doilies are in a place. Small you know, things, small yeah. things, and I totally, I totally agree because when when they when they take like I think one of the worst things that I see about um, a lot of B and B listings mm-hmm. is the fact that the photos that are there are like ten years old, right? Mm-hmm. And they're like two photos. That doesn't give me a clear picture, right? right? If if you want to be on top of things. When you update the room for whatever reason, if you change the sheets or something like that, or, you know, there's a new side table, add photos, right? That means you've got content that's constantly being created, and um, you can then take advantage of, um, you know, platforms like your Pinterest and your Instagrams, because yes. you could have something going on, like... Mm-hmm. Um, with time mm-hmm. the, the, those are a big part of your bed and breakfast biz, uh, business right yeah. is the photos is the visual part of the whole thing I would really put a lot of effort and even spend some money to get some proper photos done because they will return on investment mm-hmm. and they will return quite handsomely mm-hmm. I believe so anyways mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. I think another area of content too is anything behind the scenes you know we talk about oh a hotel should have behind the scenes content but they're probably a lot less likely to because maybe they have restrictions around the, the chain says they can't or whatever the case right. may be. But when it's behind the scenes at a bed and breakfast, it's it's what you as the owner see. There's no big secrets there. Show them how you go about making a traditional English breakfast if you've got a and b in the UK. Something like that. That's cool. Now, it might not be cool to you because you do it every day, but <laughs> to your visitors, it's like, oh, that's awesome. Yeah. That's really cool. So... I would love to see behind the scenes of the place I'm going to stay. It kind of eliminates the idea, like you mentioned, the idea of I don't want any secrets. Well, if I can kind of see everything, cool. That's yeah. that's neat. But also, I'm going to I'm going to meet the owner as a visitor. I'm going to see that owner ahead of time because I'm probably going to be spending some time with that person because mm-hmm. they own the place, and I, I you know learn a little bit more about them. And you can also, as as an owner, when you build the behind the scenes content, share that knowledge of the local area because one of the big reasons people stay at bed and breakfast is the bed but also the idea of i can talk to somebody that actually lives where i'm visiting they're going to tell you all the cool things like where the cool pubs are where there's a good place to get a pizza or the attractions you shouldn't go to even though all the brochures say it's amazing so you're introducing kind of that that personal concierge as well as as your business too that's a very interesting way to put it that personal concierge Mm -hmm. because there's there when i personally when i travel I don't necessarily like to go to all the big tourist attractions. I like I, I almost want to spend an afternoon with a local, someone cool and fresh and hip and into where they live to show me around and mm-hmm. show me the cool spots that I wouldn't necessarily, you know, have time to learn of as a tu- as a tourist. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, for sure. Well, you think about just in Edmonton here. If somebody came to visit us right now, and you guys have lived here for a bit too, I've lived here my whole life. I'm going to take people to different restaurants than you might get in the guide. Yes. Because I know where there's good places, but maybe not everybody else does. So it's, that's, that's a big thing with bed and breakfast is that owner. 
and and showing you know i know a lot about the area i can show you cool things i can give you good suggestions that's a huge reason people go to the bed and breakfast is that personalized touch exactly and from experience like the last time i was at a bed and breakfast was uh, about three months ago in december and the one thing that the owner did as soon as we got there they sort of just told us how to get around mm-hmm. um you know what the local area is like where to go things like that and they even had suggestions for other sort of services like hiring a car mm-hmm. you know and i didn't even expect that because half the time they just give you a key and say your room is upstairs have fun yeah, you see you later mean? right yeah, yeah. <laughs> so think about that content and moving that online then you want a cool blog for your bed and breakfast all those things you just mentioned there are some blog posts like i can only tell you so much about my room like what am right. I going to do? Give you measurements of the bed? Like, <laughs> I can only tell you so much. The chairs are brown. Some things can yeah. be kept. Secret. Like really, yeah. yeah. So then it's like, what else am I going to tell you about? Well, why couldn't I share all this local knowledge I've got? That's a huge part of the bed and breakfast. Yeah, right? and yeah. I, I, I really like what you were saying with showing behind the scenes, like in the kitchen, how you make a traditional English style breakfast, mm-hmm. or you know, I make my crumpets from scratch. Here's mm-hmm. how I do it. But it also shows the personality of the owners, right? It gives you, it it takes away that veil and it kind of gives you a little insight into kind of what you're going to get yourself into for the next few days. Mm -hmm. Gives you that little taste of their personality. Are they friendly? Are they knowledgeable? Are they fun? Are they cool? And because you're going to be spending some time with these people, like it or not, over the next couple of days, it's good to know that sort of thing, right? For sure. And that's a big part of B&Bs. I think something else you have to consider when you're marketing a and b is, from the consumer standpoint, how does somebody find your business, right? So mm. you kind of got to walk down that path and make sure that you're hitting all the right marks on that path. So somebody searches bed and breakfast in Edmonton, what come up high? Why do they come up high in search engines? What do those guys do that I'm not doing? Why is my bed and breakfast on the third page? So, you know, there's the whole element of do I have a website? And if I do, is it properly optimized? Is it, you know, are my social channels maybe showing up high? Can I create more content that's relevant to what people are searching for? Because you could have the best bed and breakfast in the world, but if travelers can't find you and it's usually via search, like you're in trouble, right? Now, maybe do you go to your local tourism destination organization and go, hey, are there places I can put my bed and breakfast on your website inside your listing listings? And I know Rodney does some of those for our clients, um, you know, getting them in, in these listing pages for the, yep. the destination organizations. Kind and, of what we call link building, Yeah, right? basically. Yeah. And, yeah. and those are the really, like, the legit ones. Rodney and I talked about this earlier. The random directories that show up online. Should I be in all those? Well, if you have lots of time on your hands, go for it. It's not going to hurt you. <laughs> but you want to be in the, you know, the local chamber of commerce, the local tourism body. Like, some of those big ones, make sure you're listed because that's how people are going to find you. Yeah, mm. and um, adding to that one as well, when you consider where you're supposed to be or where you need to be, mm-hmm. uh, from that experience of just going back and looking for a BNB, I found the two places where I looked were Airbnb and TripAdvisor. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And as I guess you'd want to call me a millennial or whatever, that's fine. You <laughs> power to the millennial. Um, <laughs> Am I a millennial? I'm the oldest guy. No. In the I'm not a millennial. Sorry, Brian. Not a millennial. Not, uh, no. Am I an Xer? Is that you what can't I mean? sit with us. <laughs> 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 oh, 
I put up with this all day, folks. Um, I mean, you 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 want to be on these platforms because nowadays those platforms they can almost manage the process for you from start to finish because they're doing the SEO. Oh, absolutely. In app. And people they're the are, hub, right? Yeah, people, yeah. people are searching within that app. They're actually making transactions within the app. Mm-hmm. And that means what you have to do is make sure you're there mm-hmm. in the first place. So I think that's a good way Like add to the directories. Mm-hmm. Find the platforms which are really, really popular at this moment. And yes. And I mean, maybe, maybe the platforms that are popular for your audience... Mm aren't even online or perhaps they're a little bit online do you need to be in the local visitors guide do you actually need to have things like i mean because you think about you know i don't know the average age of a bed and breakfast user but it might be in your case far older than what we're talking about right now well like my mom and dad they'll look online but you know what they love visitor guides they love like visitor Mm. maps they love like you know I'm going to come to an area and I'm going to go to the visitor information center and I might get some brochures, crazy as it sounds, but is well, that where you happens. need to be? Yeah, too? yeah. Right? It, it's, it's, like, it's still totally legit. I mean, are you going to make a radio campaign? Not a chance for your bed and breakfast. <laughs> no, but probably not. What about a brochure that sits in the VIC, the, the visitor information center? Absolutely. Right? Just, just to build off Rodney's Airbnb point and kind of circle mm-hmm. back mm-hmm. with you there, that's the younger crowd. Mm. That's kind of where I would go. And if you look how that website is structured, it's structured on location, mm. price, and pictures. Mm-hmm. That's what it's all about. What's this room going to cost me for a night? Where is it? What am I getting? And what does it look like? If you can look at that structure and kind of form that in your social media, in your on your website, I think you're laughing, to be mm-hmm. honest. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's a good one. Now, trying to kind of take this um, and think outside the box a little bit. Um, the one thing that uh, I looked at was how about knowing events that are happening in and around your area mm-hmm. well, that's a, a great point yes yeah. what because what you can then do you can now align some of your packages with what's going on because sometimes what's happening is there might be something within i don't know uh 50 100 mile radius or whatever um but if you don't know about it you can never actually market to cater for that or tailor your packages to cater for that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's where a lot of uh, bed and breakfasts lose out because they don't know what's happening out there um, or near them anyway. If there's a convention or anything like that, mm-hmm. take advantage. You know, find out who's 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 hosting it. Get in yeah. contact with them yeah, yeah. and so, say, hey, I actually have a space where, you know, you could accommodate see some See what kind of people. deal you can strike up. Exactly. See what, see, you might have this very unique opportunity that you haven't even utilized yet. Yeah. Right? And I know talking to bed and breakfast owners, that's one thing that they do do. They are buddy-buddy with tour companies, with tour operators, with, like, you know, the people at the visitor information centers. If, if those people are going to come in contact with people as well, if you're kind of that go-to place where, oh, there is a good place down the road, getting the idea of peer reviews and ambassador type approach that's a really really good one to have yeah yeah. Um, so you know make those connections make those those relationships and they'll definitely work for you i think go ahead yeah um just just one thing on that networking kind of thing Mm -hmm. um there was one point that i uh read about the other day which um where bed and breakfast owners are encouraged to join groups like on linkedin Mm -hmm. where they actually connect with other owners and they can discuss how you know what works for one business 
as opposed to the other, and they actually learn from each other. Especially if you're kind of outside of your market, kind of, you know, if one person in, sorry, if, if one bed and breakfast in Edmonton is talking to another one in Calgary, let's say, yeah. or let's say another one in Ontario somewhere, you can learn from each other. Mm-hmm. Build your own little social community as well, right? Yeah. Use social media as it was kind of intended to do, to mm-hmm. talk to people around the world. And you can kind of lever, leverage it a little bit more for your business as well, right? Yeah. Exactly. I've got one more random one too. Oh, hit me. <laughs> totally random. But this is a real life example too. Another thing you can think about with a bed and breakfast is getting in touch with companies that always send people to your destination. So if your bed and breakfast is centrally located or located near some sort of head office or a big corporate office, they always send people to that place, you know, oh, I have to come up from Calgary to Edmonton to go to the office. There's a lot of opportunity there to be that place where, oh, you can stay at my place because I'm right next door to your office. There's hotels in downtown Edmonton. They build so much of their business off of that corporate side because they're close to government buildings or whatever the case may be. That's that's an interesting one one where it's, it's, you know, if you're the go-to for when company XYZ has to send somebody to your city, that's just, you don't even have to market that. You're just that place, right? And maybe you've got direct billing right to the company, things of that nature. That's a great revenue stream what about the idea of personalization and kind of storytelling so usually if you're if 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 you're going to go to a bed and breakfast you kind of book it a few weeks in advance right what kind of leverage can you get there with like personalizing the experience as well and if uh if you actually go back in our little podcast queue there you'll see that we talked about brand ambassadors and this is kind of where this comes up again right Mm. if you know give give your customer something to talk about so how would you go about kind of personalizing it and using that customer story what about a special a special request box on your on your form when somebody's booking your room allow for special requests i know those boxes are there most times you book a hotel but do you make it mandatory do you do something fun like that (laughs) or some sort of give us some ideas about who you are or what you like Mm -hmm. and all of a sudden there's a little gift back basket waiting for you when you arrive that stuff gets eaten up on social. Oh, God, yeah. It's, it's, a, it's a very small investment in yeah. time and money, yeah. and it goes a long way, especially with the ambassador side of things, Yeah, right? if the box said, like, where do you plan on visiting when you come here, and they list a couple places, maybe you throw a couple of free tickets to whatever in there or some guidebooks or something, so when they walk into their room, there's a personalized kind of gift waiting for them. Yeah, That's already ready to rock. Yeah, you're just knocking off questions. You're kind of... It, 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 Anticipating the needs of your guests yeah. already, yeah. right? Yeah, that's pretty. That's pretty interesting. Um, I, I just like the point on personalization because um, what you can do is your bed and breakfast is your brand, right? Mm-hmm. You're tying your personality into your brand. So you know, if you're somebody who really likes giving people stuff, you know, they, like you could always have because bed and breakfast. Some of them, what they do, they try to take from like hotels and stuff like that they have little like gift baskets not mm-hmm. not big ones or anything like Just that something but small. a little starter pack like do you know how many times i forget shower gel when i'm traveling mm-hmm. oh yeah, absolutely who, who who wants to carry around the big bottle and yeah you can go to the drugstore and get your little traveler one but if you're thinking then like you me, forget it but then you forget it and, or you absolutely have no time mm-hmm. to go do it right yeah, and the reason why i mentioned that is this is where you can also use networking you talk to other people in the area. 
this company provides shower gels. This company provides something else. Like a local organic and you soap say, or you, something. Yeah, right? exactly. That's, that's absolutely you, your market you, too, you're, right? You're supporting local as well. But you talk to these guys and say, hey, you know what? I might not have the money to purchase these products, but how about if I give them to the people who come to my bed and breakfast, put them in a nice gift basket, and... There you can you go. be promoted that way. Yeah. You're promoting another business. In turn, they'll be thinking, okay, so what can we do for the bed and breakfast as well? But you've already made your customer, the person who's come to your bed and breakfast, an ambassador. And that stuff's beautiful to share on social media. Exactly. Hey, look what Brian's bed and breakfast left for us when we got here this yeah. afternoon. Mm. We got this nice array of soaps. You get a mention on social. The soap gets mentioned. Your business gets located, etc., etc. You use those posts on your own website as, like, recommendations. Or yes. Reviews. I mean, you could have something as simple as every time somebody's checking in, you ask them ahead of time what their favorite cookie is. You get the local bakery to do up a variety of cookie or that type of cookie. That's such an easy win. Yeah. Oh.